church say amen. amen. It's good to know there is a God. But what makes our God so special, he is alive. Amen. He's not a statue like Buddha. Amen. Or some wooden graven image of yeah. some type of sort. Our God is alive. Amen. And it's so wonderful to know that he chose us to be his personal possession, to be uniquely designed in his image. And I'm so glad that I can call him my father and so honored that I can serve him on this time side of life. I would like to say thank you so much, uh, Lisa and I, we thank you so much for the love and the expressions that you showed last Sunday, to my surprise, that I was totally shocked. Yeah. But it's good to know you loved and cared about, and we just want to say thank you. There will be some thank you cards in the mail, as well as just my personal expressions of thanks to you, who uh, made it known that you care and that you appreciate what we do here at the Locust Grove Church of Christ. Amen. So thank you so much, and uh, let the love continue. Amen. Amen. Wednesday night, we looked at a lesson dealing with three hurdles to overcome and loving the husband. And I know, uh, just like Wednesday night, some will say today, what about the husband? I mean, the uh, what about the husband loving the wife? We're going to deal with that. I promise you. I promise you. But I'm, I'm doing this again because there were some mentions Wednesday night, and it was brought to my attention that, you know, that would be a nice lesson to present on Sunday. So I'm giving you time to make the effort to bring your husband next Sunday. I'm still dealing with the wives today. Amen. You're here. Ain't no need to be preaching about the husbands if they're not going to be here. I mean, we can still preach and talk about it, but it would do them a greater service to be present. Yeah. Yeah. So this isn't about picking on either one. It's about learning. Amen. It's about how to build up the family. Amen. How to present the family in the way God would have it to be the way he designed it. Yeah. That's right. Because strong families build up and make strong congregations. Amen. We're only going to be as strong as we allow God to dwell in our homes. Yeah. Yeah. You can't live one way at home and come here and be different. Yeah. That's called being hypocritical. Yeah. Amen. And God is aware of our inconsistencies if that's the way we choose to live. Yeah. Right. You could come here and sing like an angel, but if you're raising hell at home, it's not going to impress God at all. So we have to be consistent about how we go about doing things. And I understand a lot of people don't like to hear this kind of teaching and preaching. And I'm not afraid of members leaving or whatever because they don't like to hear this. It's the truth. And if wherever you choose to run and go to, don't preach the same thing, it can't be 
the Lord's church. Because the things that we will outline and discuss and talk about, they're from God's word. And the only way you're going to become stronger in the Lord is to learn to deal with adversities. Learn to do things God, God's way. That's right. And if you don't want to do it God's way, you can't love God. Amen. The truth can't be in you That's right. if you don't want to do it God's way. Amen. So with that said, let's get down to business this morning. Three hurdles to overcome in loving your husband. Every day, thousands of couples stand before a preacher, a judge, or some justice of the peace and exchange wedding vows. On many occasions, I have watched a groom nervously fidget with his tie as the music played and as he waited for the love of his life that he thought. As he waited for the love of his life to make her appearance and be escorted down the aisle. When the music changed to the wedding processional, the entire audience stood and watched a beautiful young woman walk down the aisle. Yeah. There, in the presence of God and their witnesses, another young couple exchanged vows and was bound together in marriage. Yeah. 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 Many of these couples will break their vows within a matter of weeks, yeah. if not days. That's sad to say, yes, but it's true. Man. Some couples do not take their vows seriously and thus pay little attention to the words they speak at their weddings. Right, right now. Mm -hmm. These are some of the things mentioned in regards to marriage. As far as the groom and the bride exchanging to each other, they said to be my wedded spouse or to be my wedded wife or wedded husband, this is recognition of the fact that you are not going to be just living together. This is not a shacking situation. Man. When, when you get sick and tired or you're ready to duck and dodge, you can just up and leave when you want to. But this thing that you're entering into, but that you are entering into a contract, a covenant relationship, those in the days of Malachi forgot that the Lord had been a witness between you and the wife, or the wife and the husband of you, with whom you have dealt treacherously Yet, she is your companion and your wife by covenant. Malachi 2 and 14. In other words, you say these things, you stand before God, you exchange these vows. Yeah. God is a witness. Amen. But in Malachi here, they, they evidently forgot. Yeah. They forgot and they did what they wanted to do, but God, God's word don't change. Amen. Solomon, Israel's Wise king warned his son about the immoral woman mm. who forsakes the companion of her youth and forgets the covenant of her God. Mm. Right. Proverbs 2.17. Right. So holy is the marriage relationship that Paul could only liken it to be the relationship of Christ 
and his church. Ephesians 5, 22 and 31. Yeah. When a couple gets married, they are given their word, their sacred honor, that they will keep the promises they make on that day. Man. Mm. There are some married folks up in here, right? Huh? Let me read that again. Maybe I'll go to this side. <laughs> when a couple gets married, they are given their word, their sacred honor, that they will keep the promises they make on that day. Amen. Yes, sir. Love. Amen. Cherish. Honor. Honor. Yeah. Honor. Um, yeah. Not do it yourself. Um, these vows should be sacred to them, for they are sacred to God. Amen. Amen, somebody? Amen. Here's another one. To have and to hold from this day forth. Yes, sir. Oh, man. They stand there in the glimmer, in the light. Oh, just beholding, looking at each other in the eyes and looking like they're just ready to eat each other up. Right. One looking like a Hershey and another one looking like a Twix. <laughs> they just can't wait! <laughs> to have and to hold from this day forward. Right now. This part of the vow speaks of companionship. Sometimes young people get married and want to keep on acting like they are single. Yeah. Yeah. So they can hang out with their friends. Come on now. When you get married, your closest companion is to be your spouse. Should be. That's it. Should be. I, I understand. Sometimes it can't be. But it should be. You didn't want that one to be that close to you, you wouldn't have married. That's right. Him or her. That's right. Yes, sir. Many young people do not know this, for they did not see it in the homes they grew up in. Well, right. Their parents were strangers to each other. Mm -hmm. But let me tell you something. Ignorance is not an excuse anymore. Amen. Amen. Ignorance is not an excuse anymore. Yeah. Oh, here's another one. For richer or poorer. Mm -hmm. Come on. Hold on. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to park here for a second. Right. For richer or poor, here you are vowing to love and honor each other regardless of whether you live in a million dollar mansion yeah. or a rented apartment. Amen. 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 Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Financial problems are a leading cause of divorce Amen. in this country. Yeah. Many other problems start before the wedding day. Mm -hmm. A lot of young girls who think they are grown women. A lot of young girls who think they are grown women yeah. marry some young buck, some young man who doesn't have a great future. Lust don't pay bills. Amen. Feelings don't pay bills. Then they expect him to furnish a home like their parents had, even though it took their parents 25 years of hard work to acquire what they had. Right now. 
good, you better wake up. <laughs> Sometimes we need to go back and refresh 
Yes, sir. Some things. Yes, sir. Some of the other vows, because of time, say some of the other vows to love and to cherish. Mm -hmm. Come on now. To love and to cherish. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Marriage is parallel to Christ's love for the church. Amen. To love and to cherish. Yeah. How much did Christ love the church? Yeah. Abundantly. He died for laid his life down for it. Yes, he did. He was unselfish about it. Amen. To love and to cherish. Yeah. Not keeping scorecards. Well, oh, no. Amen. Amen. I told yesterday, when you going to do something? I back another day. When you gonna do something? Huh? To love and to cherish. Man. Till in death we part. That's right. That's right. That's a long time. Amen. Or I should say, that's until the end. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Man. Not until you get tired of one another. Come on now. With this ring, I be wed. Yeah, yeah. With this ring, I be wed. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling all of my other sugar moms. I'm telling all of my other little skeezers. Yeah. Ain't coming your way no more. That's right. That's right. I'm deleting you out of my favorites. Amen. Amen. I'm telling all of my other sugar dads. Come on now. My booze. Yeah. My sidekicks. Come on. I'm leaving you alone because with this ring, I be with. Amen. I stand before God making a pledge that I belong to her and she belongs to me. Amen. Amen. With my body, I be honored. Amen. Ooh, boy, I can stay here for a while. Yeah. Yeah. With my body, I be honored. No more rabbit playing from hole to hole. You have your house. Park in it. Stay in it. Ain't no swinging or swinging. It's, it has your name on it and your name on it. And one is not to defraud the other. That's right. Yeah. That's right. The word. God designed it that you can have pleasure in this thing called marriage. Yeah. But the pleasure involves only your husband or your wife. Amen. Yes, That's why you wear that ring. Yeah. To remind you. With my body, I be young. Yeah. That ring tell that, that slick joker who's looking at you, whistling at you, and telling you. That ring, you need to remind him and show him that don't nobody get this but my husband. Amen. 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 
copyright, trademark. Yeah. 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 And whatever else you want to say, but it only belongs to my husband, and you ain't getting it. Man. Man, you gotta let these gotta let these women know. Yeah. I could I could I could help you with this, but I don't accept payments mm. of sex. That's right. I only park in one garage. Man. And it's the garage that I said. I will park in and honor in the fear and reverence of God. That's right. That's what that's what vows are about, folks. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Mm. Wives love your husbands. Yeah, sounds easy enough, right? I mean, that is why you married him in the first place, man. However. Anyone who has been married more than 20 years, probably even less, understands that loving your husband is not always easy. That's right. Amen. That's right. Amen. Amen. In fact, it can be that it can be downright difficult at times. Those feelings you felt at the beginning of your marriage may or may not still be there. Right. Those butterflies you once had have all fluttered away. Why does this happen in many marriages? How come that same thrill don't exist? Come on. Oh, I've heard all kinds of stories. Yeah. Uh, women have hormone changes and chemical imbalances and you have children and all of this stuff. I still no reason not to love your husband. Man. Man. I'm not saying those changes aren't real. Right. But it's not an excuse not to love your husband. Man. It has always been interesting to me to read the words that Paul writes in his letter to Titus in chapter 2, yeah. verse 4. Yeah. Paul is urging Titus to charge the older woman, charge the older woman, or the older women, to admonish the young women to love their husbands. Yeah. Yeah. To love their husbands. Yeah. You witness us to tell me. Yeah. To love their husbands. Yeah. To admonish the young women to love their husbands. Ain't that something? Yeah. Why on earth would these younger women have to be taught Amen. to love their husbands? Amen. Shouldn't love for your husband come naturally? If love has to be taught, then it can't just be a feeling. Amen. It is something you'll learn to do. That's right. That's right. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. Y'all still here? Yes, sir. It is intentional and purposeful. Learning anything if done wholeheartedly, requires diligence. Amen. Diligence. It, it, it requires more than you just being nonchalant. Amen. Well, if it happens, fine. If not, no, no. Diligence. Extra yeah. effort. Yeah. Put some. Put some. Put some. Um. Uh, in it. Right. Yeah. 
It requires humility and <coughs> discipline. And discipline. Oh, it requires engaging our minds to whatever is being learned. Loving your husband is no exception. Amen. You learn to love your husband in spite of your feet. Yeah. 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 In spite that he don't look like Dilly D. Right now. He might look like Easy E. <laughs> Despite the fact that his six pack is now keg. But despite, in spite of your feelings, Come on now. the commandment is to love your husband. Amen. 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 If you are a Christian wife, you are in a covenant relationship with your husband and have already committed to loving him and submitting to him, even when those butterflies have long gone. Right. <laughs> Genesis 2, 24, Malachi 2, 14, Matthew 19, 6. Not a temporary thing. That's right. some, ain't some dress <coughs> or outfit you try on. Come on now. Come on. Ain't no car you drive a while and trade it in. Right. How important is this covenant? Christ uses the picture of marriage to describe his church, the church for which he died. Amen. I would say this thing is serious. Amen. It's serious. Well, I, 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 I ain't know what I'm doing. Yes, hey, hey. The picture of God, the picture of the God-given hierarchy of marriage that is painted in scripture is referenced in 1 Corinthians 11 and 3 and Ephesians 5, 33. God is the head of Christ. Christ is the head of man and man is the head of woman. Amen. God created woman not as inferior, not as inferior, Amen. but to be honored as the weaker vessel. Amen. 1 Peter 3 and 7. Yeah. So sad, so many Christian women. I'm talking to Christian women today. Right. Since the world of women ain't here, I'm right. talking to Christian women. Amen. So sad that Christian women see this as an insult. They see it as an insult. Weaker vessel. I'm not saying that you're dumb. That's not demeaning. Come on now. That simply means that's how God designed you. Amen. Can, can, can I use some broken English to help you understand? <laughs> you ain't a man. That's right. Shave your head and, and, and uh, droop your, your pants and your drawers all you want to. You can put a, band, a bandage around your breast to tie it down. You ain't no man. You are what God made. Right. And God didn't make any mistakes. Amen. And he ain't made no junk. There's nothing insulting about being the weaker vessel. Amen. It demonstrates humility. It demonstrates you know your role. Amen. In the sight of God. If, if, if a man hold up. If a, if a 
man want to marry nobody harder than him? Like 
jaws full of rocks. <laughs> Take that same energy Amen. and just figure out how we can make the same work. Amen. Amen. And really what it boils down to, stay in your life. Amen. God gave you a set of rules. Yeah. Obey them. Amen. Follow them. Amen. I don't care what he does. Amen. Whether he respond, faith, respond favorably or lovingly or not. It don't matter. Do what God told you to do. Yes, sir. Because you surely won't win him by being rebellious. Amen. Amen, Amen somebody. Amen. Let's consider for a moment what happens when this doesn't work the way it is designed. As humans, we are not perfect and often fall short of his plan for us. Amen. Satan has definitely put up some barriers that hinder wives from loving their husbands as they should. Amen. First hurdle, first and foremost, selfishness hinders you from loving your husband. Amen. Selfishness hinders you from loving your husband. Amen. Live in a world that embraces and encourages self indulgence. We are constantly told to do what feels right for us. On the contrary, see in a marriage, you got to remember you married. It ain't just about you. So throw that out the window. Feel good and do what feels good to you. Wait a minute. There's a baby, maybe two or three, and a husband over there. It ain't just about what makes you feel good. On the contrary, you show love to your husband by putting him above your own wishes mm -hmm. and desires. Amen. 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 Don't miss the point. You are to love your husband even when he is not lovable. Amen. And yes, even when he is not loving you. Amen. This is the picture of godly love. Just like he did for us when we didn't love him, showed reverence and respect for him, but yet he still gave his best Amen. that we can be saved. Amen, Amen walls. Amen. This is precisely how God loves us. You're not always loved. Amen. You don't always love God the way you should, but he loves us anyway. Amen? Amen. Amen. And his sister upset yet. <laughs> Another barrier to loving your husband is an attitude of bitterness. Attitude of bitterness. Bitterness is not something that happens overnight. You allow this to build up, build up, build up over time. But you know what? Pressure bust a pipe. Pressure bust a pipe. We used to play basketball. We used to say, come down to the last shot or something. We said, pressure bustle. In other words, you choke. And pressure will build up, build up over time. And guess what? One of those moments, the button is going to be pushed. Amen. And everything that's been building up, oh, it's going to come out. Amen. It's going to come out. It might be a disagreement that wasn't resolved or feeling taken advantage of because of your husband's, because your husband leaves clothes on the floor. That could be anything. It might be his lack of gratitude or appreciation for something you did for him. He don't tell you enough that he appreciate your cook. 
He don't, he don't acknowledge you that, you know, you work and you come in and you have things in order. He, you feel within yourself, you don't acknowledge me enough. So you just let this stuff build up. But what it does, it poisons you. Bitterness can have its roots in so many sort of ways. And if not dealt with immediately and properly, it can destroy a marriage relationship little by little, day by day. In other words, you know what? Every day, there are things that you stop doing. You stop doing. You stop doing. You stop saying, have a good day. You stop saying, I love you. You stop rushing home. Or you start hoping, I hope he stops somewhere. <laughs> the later he get here, the better. Uh, wives, your husband is not always going to do the things you want him to do or the things you think he should do. Sometimes wives get the children and the husband mixed up. You can order and direct your child. You don't order and direct your husband. Oh, let me go with me and say that. You can order and direct your child. You don't order and direct your husband. You marry your husband. Your husband is not your child. He is not always going to be Washing you with the word. Right. Even though the Bible commands. Right. right there in Ephesians 5. Or building you up like you think he should. <coughs> but that is no excuse for you to deviate from what God commands of you. Amen. When you find yourself complaining or feeling that you are being treated unjustly by your husband. Apply Matthew 5. Again. Love your husband. Bless him. Do good to him. And pray for him. Just like you will do your enemies. Now how you going to pray for your enemies? Love them that despitefully use you and all that. But you won't pray and do good for your husband. This goes against our human nature. Well aware of that. Because human nature is. I'm getting sick and tired of this mess. So I'm still sending me some money to the side. <laughs> and I'm getting ready to plan me an exit. <laughs> One way to do this is to focus on the positive things that he, that he does. Another way is to look in the mirror and ask yourself, if you are being a wife that God wants you to be. So before you criticize and condemn and, and, and put a sticker on him saying unfit, check yourself out. Check yourself out. Were you a part of this condemnation that brought him down instead of helped to build him up? Remember, you married him. Lord, if I had known this before, boy, don't we say that about a lot of things? 
Huh? Don't we say that about a lot of things? Man, if I had only known. You know what? You can forget about that. Amen. You have to learn and you trust God Amen. to get you through. Amen. Finally, overcommit hinders you from loving your husband. Amen. Overcommit. Everything is more important than putting your husband first. Right. Often you are simply overloaded with things to do and places to be. <laughs> Satan uses this busyness to distract you from your responsibilities at home and church and with your children, etc. There will always be someone who needs your help. Yeah. Always going to be somebody calling or texting or saying, can you help me do this or help me do that? There will always be a family that could use a meal. There will always be people to visit or Bible studies to conduct. There will always be someone to be visited in the nursing home. There will always be friends getting together for fun and fellowship. While these things are important, and should be included in a Christian's life, in their walk, we can easily become guilt-ridden and overwhelmed and allow these things to take precedence over managing our homes. Mm -hmm. And especially how we love our husbands. You didn't marry your job. You married your husband. Right. right. Therefore, your husband should come for your job. Amen. Amen. Bobby, they don't like that. But I didn't write it. You can shoot the messenger, I die in glory. You didn't marry your child or your children. You married your husband. That's right. So your child or your children should never supersede you loving your husband. Amen. Oh, that's a bitter pill to swallow there. But last time I checked, that's the truth. You married your husband. You got to learn to say no to something. You have to start telling people, I've got to go take care of my husband. Amen. You know, when I'm growing up, why did you used to say that? I got to go home and make sure my husband got some eating. I got to go home and make sure my husband's house clean. I got to go home and make sure this is taken care of. But when you start hanging around the wrong women, talking all that yang yang, talking about how liberal they are, and, and ain't no man gonna be. And you'll be by yourself. Used to be a time, women, had that regard that pleasing my husband is important. You ain't gonna make it to heaven. You need to love your husband by showing gratitude for those positive provisions he demonstrated. Psalm 46 and 10 is, is a great go-to verse when you are feeling distress. Be still and know that I am God. When life gets busy, 
Take time to be still yes. and meditate on God's word. Amen. This goes a long way in allowing peace to rule in your heart so that you can focus on those true, important things to which you are called. Amen. Love your husband. Amen. Amen. Somebody. Amen. You married? You married? You're not going to go to heaven disrespecting him. Christ didn't disrespect the church. Christ loved the church. Gave himself for it. Just as a husband is commanded to love his wife. And be willing to die for her. You're not going to disrespect your husband and go to heaven. That's right. That's right. It goes against the teaching of the word of God. Amen. Well, Brother May, you pointed out all of that. What, what do I need to do? You need to get back on track with God. That's right. You know what? Sometimes we're living above our means. That's right. Going back to that, you, 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 want, you want the big house and all this stuff? Well, guess what? You better count the costs. Husbands, I said this Wednesday, we'll deal with it next Sunday. Some husbands need a backbone. Some husbands need some rebar. And you just need to stand flat foot and, and tell your wife, no. This is not how God would have it to be, and this is going to disrupt the orderly function of our family. No. It ain't nothing to skin and grin about. <laughs> you got to have some backbone. Yes, but I'm, I'm of the belief there are some wives who really want their husband to step up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she shouldn't have to tell you what you're supposed to already know. Chest out and get mad at me because I call it like it is. Right. Amen. I, I'm not here to fight you. Amen. I'm a lover. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a lover. I ain't no fighter. Amen. I love my own wife. Amen. Amen. Just so y'all can understand that. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. Why? This is a serious thing. Yes, it is. And did these principles trickle down to what your daughters see, Amen. your granddaughters see, right. and they will imitate and adapt your behavior toward looking at people today and even to man. It's not the easiest thing in the world to do, but if you love God, you're going to do it. Amen. Let God deal with him. Amen. I say again, your husband is not your child. Amen. And, and some wives need to learn how to speak mm. yeah. to yeah. their husband. Yeah. Yeah. 
not only just the words, you need to be careful about your tone. Amen. Amen. I'm a grown man. Amen. I remember Lisa and I first got married. I said, girl, I go work around mass murders every day. Yeah. I deal with guys who will slit your throat. I deal with guys who will murder people and don't care about killing more. I said, do you think I'm going to come home and you're going to raise your voice at me? Amen. Amen. Girl, I'm a grown man. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I don't mind you talking to me. But you ain't going to talk to me any kind of way. Amen. I said that was a long time ago. Amen. When I first got married, we've been married 31 years. I use us as an example because I ain't got to worry about no, no issues. But my point was, check your tone. I, I used to tell her, do you talk to your principal that way? Well, you done, you ain't gonna come up in my house and talk to me that way. That's right. God placed me as Amen. And you ain't gonna talk to me that way. And whether you understand it or not, you're disrespecting God. Amen. I'm saying, man, get some backbone. Yes, I'm I am not telling any man to go beat his wife. No, sir. Verbally abuse her. Or anything like that. Do it, you go to jail. Amen. And I'm going to come visit you and say, you idiot. Yeah. Yeah. That's not what I'm saying. I'm simply saying a man ought to be a man. Amen. And a godly woman appreciates a godly man. Amen. So, I said enough for the ladies today. Next Sunday, men, men, because our goal is to build stronger homes. Amen. But our homes can't be what they should be when it's out of order. Amen. That's right. That's right. Remember this one thing I was mentioning. The low weighs on the husband. Yes, it does. It weighs on the husband. Yes, it does. Why don't you just chill Amen. and enjoy? Amen. Enjoy the ride. Amen. Yeah. So just encourage it. Push it. Say some sweet things to it. Other than on his birthday.
ask you when you get home, what's for dinner? That's a lot of them out there waiting on you. Yes, sir. Will drive your car, be late picking you up and your car because he been riding his homies around and then expect you to keep gas in the car so he can continue to ride his boys around. Is, is that what you're working for? Well, you can see now, that joke ain't worth a dime right now. You ain't gonna make him into a quarter. <laughs> you better move on. You better get tight with God and pray. Yes, sir. I've said enough. My time is up. Good teaching. If you're here today, People tend to want to make it so difficult to understand. As if it's so hard to understand how to please God. It's not difficult to do what he's saying. People, people into the thing now, they want, they want something miraculous. They're looking for something just out of the ordinary. Let me tell you. The same gospel that saved back on the day of Pentecost that was preached, it's the same gospel that saves today. Nothing miraculous. Simple. It takes an honest heart. Amen. That when that honest heart hears it, it receives it. Amen. God did something special. Yeah. He so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Amen. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but should have everlasting life. Amen. That same invitation that was extended on the day of Pentecost, the beginning of the Church of Christ, yeah. that same invitation is available today Man. and is extended today to those outside of the church as well as those who are strayed and gone in error who are in the church. Man. For those outside of the church, it says you must hear the gospel. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Believe it. Believe it. You got to have faith for believing. Not based on what you see, but what God says. Amen. Repenting of your sins. Turning away yeah. from the errors. Yeah. Following that which is of God. Amen. Confessing Christ to be the son of God. Yeah. Being baptized for the remission of your sins. Then living faithful unto death. Amen. Or until Jesus come back. Yeah. It's not difficult to understand. It <laughs> simply requires you to deny yourself. Amen. And accept God's authority as the final authority. Yeah. Amen. For us in the church, wives particular today, and husband, you don't have to wait until next Sunday. If you see where you've been slacking, you haven't been upholding your responsibilities as a spouse, you need to get it right with God today. Yes, you can't go to heaven being disobedient. Man. This grudge, this bitterness, 
this, this, this willing to do for everybody else except for your husband, putting your job before your spouse. Let me tell you, you didn't marry your job. That's right. That's right. You married. You did not enter into a covenant relationship with God with your job. That's right. You entered a covenant relationship with God with your husband. Amen. Amen. Get it right today. Yeah. Whatever adjustments you need to make, I pray to God you'll make them. Yeah. Once upon a time, God winked at ignorance. Yes, he did, man. But ain't nobody walking out of here ignorant today. Yeah. You've heard enough. Yeah. You've heard enough today that every single woman that walk out of here should be up on a pedestal that no sorry rascal <laughs> should be able to touch her. Yeah, I should put yourself up there. That's yeah. right. Premium. Yeah. Ain't no mock down stuff. Amen. Are you willing? God has given you the time and He provided you the information today. Amen. What's our song? 98. 98 is our invitation song. 98. Let us together sing as we sing. Oh, to 